Hello everyone and welcome to episode 49 of the unofficial, official, unofficial Rogue Company podcast broadcast. I'm here with Co-Reed. I'm here with Dart Lord. I'm here with Garbo. And I'm here with Griffin. And this is the Rogue Company podcast bringing you all the news that you need to know about Rogue Company. We're going to start out first here with an announcement regarding the Nintendo Switch. So this was posted on April the 11th, 2023. It says, after a lot of discussion, thought, and conversations across our team, we've made the difficult decision for Rogue Company to end support for our Nintendo Switch version, with our final update of support being June the 20th. This choice wasn't made easily or without concern for our community. However, we realized that the performance of our Switch port was not up to our standards, and we were unable to provide the level of support our players deserve. This shift allows us to provide players on other platforms better support and focus for their specific issues, as well as deliver updates with more flexibility and frequency whenever needed. As of April the 11th, in-game purchases for real money will no longer be available, and Nintendo eShop purchases will turn off as soon as possible. If you're a Switch player and wish to continue playing at any point in the future, we highly recommend utilizing high-res account linking to pick up your progress where you left off on another platform. For more information on account linking, check out this FAQ. We understand the impact this decision may have on our community and would like to assure you that we have worked diligently to find workarounds for various Switch-specific issues in the past. Unfortunately, significant technical and process challenges prevent us from continuing support on this platform, and we believe this is the best choice for Oak Company. For our communities on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox, we will continue to dedicate ourselves to providing full support of these platforms. We appreciate your continued support and understanding. And please note that you will be able to continue playing and utilizing the in-game store on Switch until June the 20th. This will not impact anyone who has linked their account and is playing on another platform, but please read the linking article for more information on any nuances. So... June the 20th is going to be the final date of support for the Nintendo Switch. Gasp. <laughs> and it's it's very much like um it kind of came out of left field, right? Because this was something that like I didn't know anything about being part of the creator program that it was even in the pipeline that the Switch was going to be discontinued. Uh it was just something that happened out of the blue like we we were notified like 15 minutes before the article went live. And, mm -hmm. and, and the community and the player base is, is kind of split on this topic. It's like some people are, some people are happy that the switch port is being discontinued because they are tired of having switch players in their games. Whereas you have everybody else that plays on switch. That's like, we love the game. You're taking the game away from us. How could you do this? Like, why, why is there not any middle ground? Is there not anything else that can be done? And it sucks. It sucks that it yeah, is it leaving. I mean, just imagine someone who downloaded it two months ago, put a hundred bucks into it, buying battle passes and skins. Yeah. And now it's just nothing, dude. I was going to say, and what, what bothered me the most is all these people that are happy when they're saying, I'm tired of switch players in my game. Most of the time, I think they're just likening bad players and calling them switch players. Just, just saying one is the other. Yeah, but that's not necessarily true. I've played with a lot of PC players that suck. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, and it's the same idea of like the the they attribute all the PC players to being cheaters. They attribute all the bad players to being Switch players. I've definitely played PlayStation players that are fucking cheating for yeah. sure. Yeah, exactly. And and to your point earlier, it's like imagine that Switch player that dumped a hundred dollars into the game, just got into it, bought Battle Pass, bought skins, bought all this stuff, and they don't know anything about this going away. Yeah, they they're not on Twitter. They don't fuck with Reddit. They're just playing a game. Yeah, and they're gonna log in one day, and it's you know, yeah, it sucks, dude. The, there needs to be a splash page for even if it's pushed to everybody or if it's just pushed to Switch. That's like, hey guys, just so you know, uh, we're we're discontinuing Switch support, and the final date will be June the twentieth. If you want more information, go to the Rogue Company website to read about that. Because it may be someone that is a father that downloaded the game on their Switch to play in handheld mode while their kids watch TV or whatever. Maybe they have another console. Maybe they have a computer. Maybe they are happy with the way that it is on Switch, and they not, they're not really looking for an outside way, way to play it, but they don't have any idea that it is going away. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those weird situations. And like, when's the last, realistically, when's the last time that any of us, whether we've been playing together or solo queuing or just a handful of us playing together, have played with or against a Switch player? I don't know. Only on customs. Yeah, it's typically, yeah. It's been a long time. Like, I remember back in the day that we would get Switch players pretty frequently in our games. We would we would be playing with and against a couple of Switch players here and there, but like it's almost like they went in and separated that audience out. It's like because yeah. th- there's no way that the player base on the Switch is small enough to justify something like this unless I mean, it may be, but I don't see that happening. I think that there would be enough enough of a player base because, like, you have to imagine if you've got an average of fifteen hundred people playing on Steam, and you spread that average out across all of the different platforms, you have to assume that it switches at least netting five hundred to a thousand concurrent players at one time. That's a decent chunk. Whenever you're only netting ten to fifteen thousand players at peak, you know. And switches are pretty popular. Yes, very. I mean, I have one. Yeah, I've got one as well. Exactly. Like most most gamers, if you're a gamer, like if that's like one of your focuses in life, you typically have all the, you know, ones that you can get. But Switch is more accessible because it's cheaper, and it's handheld. Yeah, exactly. So, and the silver lining to this, hopefully, is like. Maybe they it will allow them to focus because it's like they don't have someone on hand. They're developing everything in the Unreal Engine. Therefore, they're basically making a PC game that is easy enough to port over to console at that point, right? They're not using like mm-hmm. a PlayStation dev kit to develop this game, you know? So it sounds like to me that like Nintendo Switch is such a hassle to try to optimize the game for it because they don't have someone on staff that can like streamline that process. 
that knows that system. Exactly. And yeah, and whenever you're allocating multiple resources to try to streamline the performance on one specific console to the point where like you just can't figure it out, you can't find anybody to hire to be able to do that and nobody's sharing information like i don't know how the the video game world works you know between different studios this that and the other but if it's if it's an issue you know if it's a problem mm. then and it's one of those things where you've got rogue company pulling support paladins is also pulling switch support and maybe in the future and I, I don't think Fortnite will ever pull support for Switch. I think they have too large of a team to do that. But, like, okay, what if they pull support, like, Apex pull support? You know what I mean? Yeah. But one interesting thing that someone brought up was, like, what if they got the next generation Nintendo console as, like, a dev kit so they can go yeah. in there and rework it to that? I was about to say, and... In- the way that consoles have worked, how long until we get another Nintendo console? It's about time in its life cycle. Yeah, I mean, they typically come out like right after PlayStation and Xbox. And it'll be slightly better than the PS4 and nowhere near as good as the PS5. Right. Which, that's what sucks with Nintendo is they have some of the best IPs ever. But their hardware just can't seem to keep up with American-made stuff. Well, it's that idea of like they're designing techno- their technology based on their own brands and what they want to yeah. do with their own brands, and they're not really thinking about third parties. That's why. That's true. That that's why indie games on Switch excel so much because they're designed for something that is less hardware intensive, whereas you know it's hard to port like modern like Call of Duty. You know, Call of Duty yeah. hasn't been ported to Switch for a reason, you know? Yeah. So, but speaking we'll of that, there. yeah, but speaking of that, like mm. Game Pass, Microsoft, like they've worked out a deal with Nintendo. So who's to say, and whenever I made my video, this was one of the biggest talking points that I made. It was like, you know, they, they worked out a deal between Nintendo and Microsoft and they're going to be bringing Call of Duty. That was the flagship that they were talking about. They're going to be bringing Call of Duty over to the Nintendo Switch. How are they going to do that? It's going to be through streaming. And if that's... Most of the way to be on the Activision servers, yeah. Yeah. So if that's the case, then they're probably going to bring the Game Pass over. And if they bring the Game Pass over, then why... why has Hi-Rez not looked at the Game Pass as an option? And I have one reason as to why that may be a possibility. It all comes down to anything that you can download Game Pass on, you can play that those games on it. Whether it be an mm-hmm. Xbox, a PC, a phone, tablet, whatever. Some Android handheld out there. You, If you can... So basically saying like... If I get a handheld that is an Android system that has like a button layout on it, like a controller layout, then I can download Game Pass and play whatever game I want to in whatever resolution I want to play it in. Maybe they're shying away from going to Game Pass because of something like that. But if you're going to play it on your phone, then that's up to you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, figure it out. So. It sucks, man. I hate it for the Switch players. I really do. 
And I, I hate the fact that like there was an overall consensus, especially on Twitter, about like good. I'm glad they're gone. Yeah, that bugged me. Yeah. Dude, we've played with some really, really, really good Switch players. Some fucking cracked ones, dude. Yeah, legitimately. And it's crazy that like those guys, if if they don't get another console, get a PC, whatever it is, then they're just not gonna get have the road company experience anymore. Nah, they'll get to play the new Zelda game though. Yeah, that's true. And on like the hills of this, it's like there has been radio silence about the mobile version of Rogue Company. And which, from Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, which is crazy because they were pushing that for a minute there. Yeah. The, the last updates that I've saw, and I even went to the Discord and was looking through the Rogue Company Elite Discord, and people are like, hey, did did it sign you out of your Rogue Company account on mobile and not allow you to sign back in? Yes, 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 yes. Like, So I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know if it's still a thing that's happening. Some people still have access to it. Some people don't have access to it any longer. Like, there's, it's ever since Scott left and went to the hunt, there's been no anything for the mobile version. All right, guys. Next up, we have the Three Wishes 3.2 patch notes. So I'm on the wiki page here, of course, so that we can go through here and we can easily you know, look at all this stuff. So first of all, we've got the new event pass, the Three Wishes event pass. And we've all looked at the event pass. We've all seen the skins and everything in the event pass and like... Uh, the cosmetic rewards, skins, this, that, and the other. What do you guys think about it? I think the only good skin in it was Saints. I think that was the only good skin. I mean, I like Phantoms, but it's more like... Oh, There's other better Phantom skins already. I mean, I could say the same about Saint, but I mean... Well, this is I just think the Ronin skin was just an afterthought. Mm. I think this is just for like fanboys that enjoy like, female streams. Like that's the whole interpretation. Oh, well. <laughs> well <laughs> the the thing with the Phantom skin too is like they teased that skin forever ago, and yeah. it just never got released. Never got released. Never got released. And then everybody was like, "When are you going to release the Phantom skin?" And it's almost like they're like, "Just put it in the battle pass and be done with it." <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So it's like the Saint skin's good. I like it. I like the whole genie, you know, Will Smith kind of vibe to it. You know, the voice yeah. lines are, are very interesting. Like his voice and everything is very interesting on that skin, but it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's fine. Like there's nothing in this, the, in this event pass that really like jumps out at me. That's, it's I'm, underwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the thing that kind of worries me. It's like we're getting event passes every six weeks. Are they going to continue to be underwhelming? Because if so, let's just do battle passes every two months or six, three months. Yeah. And then have better stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And ex so, and Tally said right here, it's not cohesive. I'd expect more of a theme of three wishes, more genie, more that, flavor. No, it's only the Saint skin. Yeah, it's just the Saint skin and a couple of the dances that are kind of like. Yeah. 
it, it would have been really nice if they could have made like an entire genie theme. They could have done like, could you imagine like an emote where someone rubs a genie lamp and then, you know, a genie, whatever pops out, rogue company, whatever pops out of it and like does a peace sign or something. You know what I mean? Like it might crash the game, but anyway, like it would be cool. And like, there's, you expect with a three wishes kind of like fantasy esque genie type thing going on that like the weapon wraps, the melee wraps, all that stuff would reflect that. But it really doesn't. And I'm not saying that I dislike the, the weapon wraps that they have in there because I like that like carbon fiber, black, yeah, you know, gun metal. That, that's cool. I like that a lot. But. <clears throat> It's like the other, the melee skin and the pistol skin is kind of like, we got those weapon wraps for the primary weapons like six battle passes ago. And it's like they were supposed to go in with that one, but they decided to sub it out and they just had them laying around and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put them in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is what it is. I really hope that the next one, because like if they're just doing three skins and like a primary secondary melee weapon wrap two emotes and normally some type of like a glider or a jetpack or whatever. Like it's not hard. That's not a lot of stuff because you can have the same weapon wrap or the primary secondary and melee. So you only have to realistically design one wrap to apply to all of those skins, three character skins, two emotes, a glider. How hard is it to make that themed? It's crazy. Like, it doesn't make any sense, you know? So we'll see moving forward. I really hope for more in the next one. So let's talk about Ranked here for a second. So uh, it's the first season of the new year, and we are opening up with some changes, features, and grant and great rewards. This season will run until the end of 3.4. Read on to see what we've done for Ranked to see why. So ranked access requirements updated so in previous updates players only had to reach level 10 and have access to at least 10 rogues in order to play this was noticeably too low of a requirement and created situations where players who weren't quite ready for the skill gap when jumping in that early therefore we're enacting the following changes rank now requires account level 25 and the ownership of 12 rogues this asks for players to put in a bit more time learning the rule sets, mechanics of the game, and the nuances of our rogues and weapons before diving into competitive. Draft pick bands have been increased, so additionally in a match we are upping the number of bands available to each team to two rogues. This results in a total of four rogues to be banned out of match. There is an entire team uh, that that is an entire team composition. I'll be it'll be exciting to see how players will plan around this change to draft pick. And then also we get rewards. So this season will continue the trend of offering better tier rewards for our most devoted and highly skilled players that grind and compete in ranked. The following ranked rewards are what you gain by completing or by competing and being the best. So get ranked contract reward, uh demonic gaze epic avatar, which we've we we've looked at these previously. Um Gone Rogue Contract Reward Shiny 
and chrome uh, cannon outfit. The new top 1,000 rogue rank players get the Rainbow Dust Dima Legendary. The new top 500 rogue players get the Brimstone Sahara Mythic Weapon Wrap skin. And the top 100 uh, rogue rank players get the Rogue Demon Mythic title. Uh, so they're adding leaderboards to be able to keep track of all of this stuff. So in the first step of rolling out version one of a feature that was most requested by our players, we are introducing a uh, we are introducing the ranked leaderboards. In this first update, players will be able to view the leaderboards on our official website either by directly visiting in their browser or clicking a link QR code found in game. This leaderboard sorts by your rogue points that you continue to acquire as you play ranked games after reaching rogue rank. This leaderboard will reset at the end of the season after we reward the top players with their exclusive ranked rewards for being the top 1,500 and 100 players. We are excited to watch this leaderboard closely throughout the season to see who truly are the top players in our community. So they're adding, they increase the bands by one per side. So you've got a total of four bands, which is cool. They're upping in reaction to that. They also have to up the number of rogues that someone owns and they're increasing the level cap, which I think is a W and they're actually giving out uh, rogue um, ranked rewards that correspond with the ranked leaderboards that's on the website. So with that being said, there's a lot of ranked stuff that is being weaved into this. And all of this stuff is community requested stuff. The community's wanted leaderboards for forever. You got them. People's wanted better ranked rewards. You've got them. Uh, people wanted more draft picks, uh, draft pick bands. You've got those. And also the requirements to be able to even play ranked are being increased. So with that being said, like, which ranked is closed right now. <laughs> this is a whole different, we'll, we'll segue into that topic here in a little bit, but um, I'm very interested to see exactly like how this is going to play out because like there's some people that competed in like RCCS that still haven't got their RCCS titles. That was a year ago. Almost, you know, you have that going on and it's like, there's a lot of times when people would grind to get the ranked rewards and they wouldn't even get the ranked rewards. They'd be people emailing or sending messages on discord or whatever to the developers. Hey, you know, I reached rogue rank. I didn't get the rewards for this season, blah, 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 blah. So I'm interested to see if this is going to be like a, a flawless victory here, or if it's going to be a gigantic clusterfuck, you know, um, but at the end of the day, I think that all this is good. Like, it's good enough to hopefully make the player base, at least pacify the player base for a little bit. Because, like, all we've heard for years at this point, leaderboards, ranked rewards. Well, now you have both. Now you have everything that you want. Of course, the leaderboards don't show, like, the best and, you know, with weapon downs, the best with plants the best with you know whatever insert statistic here but it is a start and they are hoping to expand these leaderboards eventually in the future so i think that you know it's going to be interesting and it's going to be a longer ranked season so we'll see how it pans out what do you guys think um are you going to bring up the fucking xp apocalypse the 
like the account along with the rank thing, right? Yeah. The account. Okay. Well, okay. So uh, they disabled rank. So I haven't played rank. Yeah. Right. So I was here. I'm sorry. I was was muted. I didn't want you to hear me peeing. Um, takes a while. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Cool. If we had a skip button. Yeah. You didn't want to. Yeah. That would make a lot of sense. They should have had that to begin with, though. Yeah, for real, right? Because when you play customs, sometimes you don't want to ban, and you gotta wait fucking a minute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the thing that's going on with ranked right now is, as soon as the update went live, people started jumping into ranked so that they could start grinding to rogue, and. Mm-hmm. They grinded out their 10 placement matches, and it would tell everybody that they were in gold one or gold two, but whenever they went back to the lobby screen, they were in bronze five. So they went in. The developers are not really sure why this is happening. They're still combing through everything, trying to get it figured out, Uh, but they disabled ranked because of this. And when they did the live stream earlier today, Jared said that they are going to fix it to where... Whenever they'll they'll reset ranked completely, so everybody has to redo their placement matches and everything. But it should place you somewhere comparable to where it normally places you at whenever you complete your placement matches. Now, this is all I'm gonna say because people were raising hell about like, well, we're in bronze five and we gotta grind all the way to rogue rank. Yeah. This is the first time that anything has been on the line like this. There's leaderboards, there's top 1,000, top 500, top 100 rogue rank players. The way that I see it is, and this is my personal opinion, and I've told the developers this, I've told everybody that I've talked to, and I've explained the reasoning why. You've got people that play ranked, and that's all that they play. Then you also have people that are coming into ranked for the first time because they have a reason to actually play ranked now. They're gonna, mm-hmm. The people that are coming into it are going to be at a severe disadvantage. And then you're going to, then the counter argument that I've heard is like, well, they should have been playing ranked all all along. And my counter argument to that was what reason was there to play ranked? There was exactly why. Yeah. So why would someone hop into a ranked match, take 15 minutes to ban pick, do all that good stuff, play a 45 minute long game and then hop right and get five RP or lose RP and then hop right back into it. There was no rewarding reason for anybody to play ranked. So in my opinion, it should have reset everybody back, maybe not at bronze five, but maybe at silver one. That way you still have to finish silver, gold, platinum, diamond, rogue. That's five ranks that you have to get through. I don't see how it's that much of an issue. Well, if you're the best, it's your problem. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If you're rogue ranked anyway, then you should be able to work your way to it. Yeah. It, it's crazy, man. And then people are like, yeah, well, you know, we put all this time in before. And it's like, yeah, I get that. But like the new player that's coming into it that hasn't played it, they're going to get ranked in like bronze or silver. Then they're going to have to work up to rogue rank by the time they get to rogue rank and break into to rogue rank. How much time are they going to have? How much time in their personal life do they have to play the game to where they can realistically devote time to get something that they want to earn? When you get into ranked, it doesn't matter how good you are 
as a solo player at that point. It comes down to how you have well to have a good team. Exactly. It's about how well that you work with your team. So wouldn't it make sense to put everybody at bronze five, reset the MMR, have do away with placement matches completely, and just have everybody start fresh. And if you start going on a win streak, then increase the amount of RP that you gain to try to bolster you up faster through the ranks. That's yes. How, that's how Paladins did it. They reset everybody's MMR after every ranked season, and then it would place you, after your placement matches, it would place you in like bronze or silver, and it would determine how well you were doing based off of your win count, and it would start increasing the amount of RP that you would gain until it got to where you were in familiar territory. But whenever you lost one of those matches that you should have won, then you lost a lot of RP but as, as a way to compensate for it. So I don't know. It's an unpopular opinion, apparently, because everybody's pissed and everybody wants to argue with me about it when I bring it up. But you're going to have people that are going to say, I've never played ranked before. I want those rewards, but I'm not going to sit here and grind it out when you have people that are going to be two, if not one, you know, play like one gap away from hitting rogue they'll be able to hit rogue in a week and then they'll just continue to grind ranked and to continue to accumulate rp it's going to put them so far ahead of the curve that your normal everyday player that wants to grind for this is not going to feel like there's any reason to grind for it player level uncapped and progression rewards this update also comes with yet another uh, request frequently made by players, which is raising the player level cap. So the play, the max player level went from 550 to 1,000. This comes with, with a flattening of XP from players that are already 550 and are sitting on considerable XP to avoid potential issues with our reward system. Don't worry, you'll still be 550, and said players will also be rewarded with the exclusive uncapped title to um, notate their investment of being an incredibly dedicated player who enjoys Rogue Company. Players will be able to continue earning reputation rewards per level beyond 550 as well. Additionally, we have added milestone rewards to further reward players for achieving these major levels from uh, enjoying our game. Get out there and level up. So we have a little, we have a picture here. So at level 5, 10, 20, 30, 50, 100, 150, 200, 250, 300, 354, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 1,000, we have different rewards. A lot of them are the um, white supply drops. Uh, there's a couple of the uh, other supply drops, the ones that give you two wow. items. Yeah. And then you there's two exclusive skins. We have a Dahlia skin and a Vice skin. So, basically what was happening with players and what they're upset about. And all, before I go any further, all these rewards are retroactive in a way where it's like, I'm 550. As soon as I get to 600, I'll get all the supply drops from level 5 up to 600. All at one time. Yeah. What people are upset about is they reach level 550. They kept playing the game, kept playing the game, accumulated millions of XP 
through their level 550 account. And whenever the update come out, they had to zero everybody's XP gain in order to implement this system for it to work. of account level progression rewards. Yeah, exactly. Went to work or not work? Yeah, well, so it didn't roll over. Be capped or uncapped? Exactly. <clears throat> and the question comes... The question comes down to, like, they had to do this system so the rewards would work accurately. Because some of these people, whenever they uncapped it, they accidentally uncapped it in the last update. As soon as they logged into the game, their games were crashing and crazy stuff was happening. Because you were going from level 550 to 1000 instantly. And it was going through the entire, hey, you leveled up, you leveled up, you leveled up, and it just continued to roll. Now they put actual rewards in there, which they want to continuously increase it and add more rewards. So we've got the Dahlia of Ice skin. In the next set of rewards we get, we may get two new character uh, skins that are rewards. for So it's like they're adding incentives for people to continue playing and leveling up. But the people that had millions of XP, they're not happy about that. Look, I don't want to be that guy that says get the fuck over it, but hey, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm happy to do it too, bro. Get on Twitter all day, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's kind of like this is the hill some of these people are dying on. It's not the servers, it's not the matchmaking, it's not. It's not the lack of skins for their favorite rogue. It's not the the less than pleasing event pass. It's none of the actual things that you would think that people would be upset about. It's the fact that they had over a million XP on their level 550 account. And now when they mm-hmm. look at it, it doesn't say over a million. But it meant nothing. It was capped. Exactly. It did nothing. Exactly. But they're upset because all that XP is gone. So it was a giant slap in the face to them because they put all this time in putting gaining XP that goes nowhere, by the way. That means nothing. Nothing. Exactly. Damn. (sighs) People, dude. Yeah. So funny. I mean, we can cap it. We We can go back to the way it used to be. Yeah. I mean, if I was... It's the same dudes that were bitching about it being cat. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Mind you. It's for sure the exact same people. It's like, I can't believe we have a level. Now they're like, I can't believe I don't... Well, yeah. they just wanted to be level 1,000 day one. Yeah. Because I already Shut had the, all the fuck up. Like, well. Keep playing the game you're going to play anyway. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And if that's going to be like the be-all, end-all for you, like that's the final <laughs> straw... No, gone. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know what to tell you at that point, you know? So, but it is cool that we're getting rewards. I do like these skins. I, of course, haven't seen them in game because I don't think anybody's made it to 700 yet. Uh-huh. But but I do like these skins and I like the, because we got the, the, the battle pass boxes that have like the gold and like white, vibrant, you know, rainbow these are kind of like that but they're just like rainbow-esque and i really like the these skins a lot so i hope they continue adding to it and i'm fine with it screenshot it really even when i I zoom in it's like what it's like that on the road company website as well i know yeah Yeah, that's where i'm looking at it 
Yeah, that's weird, right? Mm-hmm. All right, High Castle Omega. I mean, holy Very familiar sh- with it at the point. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> the the best map improvement they've done so far. Yeah. It I is yeah. Demolition is so much fun to play on it. Yep. Strikeout is better than the old high castle. Even though the uh spawns are stupid. King of the yeah. Hill the points are great, but the spawns are stupid. Yeah. Spawns are worse in King of the Hill than it's right I like now. the positioning of all the points. Yeah. Same. I like all the nooks and crannies. I like the, the way that you can traverse the map. I like that there's verticality that's been added into the map. Yeah. I like the, the design of the cover. It reminds me a lot of the arena, the way that it, the cover is laid out and designed. I like being able to move from place to place and there being adequate cover. That way, if you start to get shot, you have somewhere to fall into as opposed to just Mm -hmm. being in the middle of a gigantic open room. It feels really good. I like that there's variations in mid cover and tall cover so that you can dip into mid cover and then you can work to tall cover and stand up and position yourself better. Like it feels like it was very, very, very thoroughly thought out. Like, I I don't know if they did this. I don't want to say that they did this, but they might've brought doc back to design this. That's what it seems like, right? Yeah, for sure. So well done. Yeah. The way that the lanes work, the way that the cover works, like it is, it is great. And that's how I felt about Arena. I've never understood why people hate that map so much. Well, there's two reasons. <laughs> well, it's it's performance issues for one, which I get it. Like sometimes, yeah, yeah, strikeout on that map is a no go. Um, and the fact that it's associated with Doctor Disrespect. Which is crazy. Well, yeah, that's crazy to me. It's one of the best laid out maps when it comes to cover. The points are great. I love the different like layers of it, you know, the, the levels of it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing like, and that's exactly what High Castle brings to it now with Omega. Exactly. And it makes me interested because like they could go into arena and kind of redo a couple of little nuance things there and make it to where you can have other options to, to traverse the map from going to a higher position down to a lower position. And Mm -hmm. what comes to mind is like, whenever, you know, you've got the two staircases that go, you know, up and in, and then you have that fountain thing that's in the center of the map at the bottom of it. You can't get to the center of the map right there unless you go down the staircase. If they smooth some of that out to where you could hop over into the mid area right there, then that might make it feel a little bit better, you know? Mm-hmm. But, but you know, that's a whole different conversation about, you know, reworking the arena. But as far as High Castle's concerned, like, it feels really good. And, like, being able to jump off of the bridge and land on that lower part of the tower and be able to fight your way up the tower as a way to escape and use your cover and movement to your advantage in that way, it feels really good. And you don't feel like it's not as claustrophobic feeling. 
And I like that a lot. You guys had this problem when you when you go on the bridge, you know that first box that's right there on the left next to the steps? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've gotten like hung on that a few times. Yeah. Trying to go around it. And I'll get hung. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. But I'm sure they'll figure that out and fix it. Right. Yeah. I didn't notice that. One thing that I've noticed as well is you know those like crouch standing, like there's something above you and it won't let you stand up. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. though the wall's flat. <clears throat> yep. Not as many of those places on High Castle Omega. At least that I've encountered so far. Which is like great because that's one thing that just completely pisses me off, you know? Mm-hmm. But one thing that I will say is like we we've seen like with some of the leak stuff that's come with uh canals there was Icarus leaks where there's they're adding more verticality into a lot of these maps and this is where the real conversation in my opinion of PC versus console is going to come into consideration because that is a real legitimate conversation to have to where it's like me playing on a mouse and keyboard and attacking someone that's below me or above me is a lot easier and a lot snappier than it is on controller. For sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's where that conversation is going to come into play. If they are going to look at doing Icarus, if they're going to look at doing canals, which they're doing right now, if they're going to look at doing a couple of other maps and newer maps and bringing in more verticality into it, then that's when a real legitimate conversation that I can get behind about mouse and keyboard versus controller, and it's applicable at that point. Mm Mm-hmm. And that that's one thing that I think everybody needs to take into consideration with this. Like High Castle Omega is kind of a test, in my opinion, to see how verticality and Rogue Company is actually going to work. Because this is the only real map that we have where you can traverse the map vertically without any limitations on it that I can think of. And because of that, really needs to be taken into consideration that that topic, so... That's where I'm at with it. So we've got some rogue changes. Of course, they brought the Intel class back, which I'm very happy about that. So they completely reworked Max perk loadout. He's got rare Berserker, rare Blaster, rare Nimble Hands now, epic Bulletproof, epic Gunsmith, epic Bounce Back, legendary Stalker, and legendary Tenacity now. And they reverted his um, passive ability standard issue. I've played with Max. I don't mind these changes. He's still tanky. He's still fun. He's still very good. I think with the bounce back, it has made him better that he doesn't need the additional armor. So, like, then replacing that bounce back is really good. Yeah. Because, yeah, I feel like it still keeps him just as tanky as he was with the the double armor standard. Yeah. And he he doesn't feel anywhere near as oppressive since he doesn't have restock or crack shot. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. But the, the nimble hands is really nice too. It's, you know, with the mall, it takes a little longer to, re- to reload, obviously, but the convention and all the other ones, man, that nimble hand is really. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's in a good spot now. Like, I feel like he feels very well balanced now. I really do. I ran him like three or four times back to back, and every time I was just like, dude, he feels so. 
I used him earlier and I really didn't really enjoy it and did really well with him too. Yeah. So if they keep looking at the, because that's the thing, part of their loadout is their perk set. And if you give them one or two specific perks, it makes them very, very, very strong. So I'm glad that they, because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I kept saying, man, it's the restock, it's the crack shot. Like he's got the conviction, he's got access to SMGs. He's got the armor and the passive ability. Like it's a lot. It's a lot in his favor when he's in a gunfight, you know. So, yeah. as SMGs do with crack shot, ooh, yeah. So with glitch, they uh, they reduce the activation time for his hack from two seconds down to one point five, and the duration was increased from five to six seconds. I think that this is trending glitch in the right direction, but I don't think that he's quite there yet. Um, I think glitch is my favorite one that they've changed so far, but I still think, yeah, I feel like they need to give him energizer. Yeah. Maybe legendary. A legendary, like replace legendary gadget tier with legendary energizer. And I think that would put him in a nice spot because in strikeout matches and stuff like that, Vaz Poison and Trenches barbed wire, they can keep releasing that before Glimpse can recover his uh, hack. Yeah. So they can swarm like the strikeout zone and the king of the hill zones. You know, it's not going to be as bad as demolition, but like those, yeah, in those game modes, that glitch will need to like, that's where Energizer will come in because it will help out in those situations. Yeah, absolutely. And mm-hmm. he doesn't have any energizer whatsoever. No, not of any kind. Yeah. So that's crazy because, like, you know, he's the main MP- EMP guy. I would feel like that you would want to give him energon. Yeah. Or if you're going to keep him with Gadgeteer, get rid of his flashbangs and give him EMPs. Yeah. I never understood why he don't have EMPs. No. It plays into his character. He should have them. Yeah. So it would be cool if they gave him a different type of EMP. It was like a cluster EMP, kind of like the cluster smoke or whenever he throws mm-hmm. it, it explodes. And then like three smaller EMPs come out of it. A small area. Yeah. Effect. I mean, for, cause we've played strikeout quite a bit playing the new map queue. And like uh-huh. whenever you start stacking, APS systems, barbed wire, trip mines, um, mm-hmm. every APs. yeah, but like everything that you can stack on a point, and like yeah, you can throw an EMP in there, but you're not going to destroy half of the stuff that's on the point. Nope. Like one good glitch hack could, but guaranteed, there's a reserve barbed wire somewhere. Yeah. As soon as that six seconds at uh, six seconds is up, they're throwing barbed wire again. So, mm-hmm. exactly. I've still got to say when glitches uh, glitches mentioned that I miss how his ability used to work. Yeah, same. It same. like I know it didn't cover the same area that like now it covers the map. If there's anything on either side, you're gonna get it. But using him as kind of like an intel rogue and being able to like it it was cool because you could push up and be like, oh, now I see a trip mine. Yeah. So yeah. be careful. And and you could like his passive ability was you could see the stuff through the walls as well. So, yeah, for a long time I feel like that didn't work unless you were close to it. Yeah, it's kind of weird. 
you know? It's, yeah. It, it only does the outline, and it doesn't, like, brighten it enough where it makes it yeah. the map. I wish they would, like, glow blends, so you fucking knew. Yeah, yeah. it blends in with, like, the map color palette sometimes. Like, in the bright areas, like, Skyward, so if that's all white and stuff, you can see it vividly. But, like, yeah. in, you know, Icarus or Favelas and stuff like that, it, yeah, it gets kind of hard to see stuff like that. Wanted, God, I can't, I can never see the reveal sometimes in one. Yeah. And Factory. Factory's a bad Factory's one. Factory's a hard yeah. one, too, yeah. yeah. Because it's, like, that color. Like the color of the ground, yeah. even, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what makes it bad. Again, they would just brighten where the whole thing lights up instead of just like again, just the outline. Yeah, yeah, it would it would be better for glitch. And and I think that like one small quality of life thing that they could do with him is like if you could ping the stuff through the walls. Oh yes, if your cursor's over it and you ping, yeah. it should be like Claymore there. Yeah, or yeah, totally. Ronan Dart there, or Barbed Wire there. Talendar here, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's a small little nuance thing, but like, because you could only legitimately like ping one object at a time. Yeah, you, you wouldn't be able to light up their whole backline of all the stuff that they've got deployed back there. But mm-hmm. if you could ping a trip mine that someone's fixing to run around the corner on, then that may save somebody. You know. Yep. Wishing demolition makes a big difference. Yeah, exactly. Right. So with cannon, the Gatlin gun, the movement speed reduction was removed and they increased the headshot damage from 16 to 18. You can feel that the movement speed reduction has been removed, but like it's still a very situational ability and not being able to crouch or go prone with it whenever you're using it still puts them at a severe disadvantage. But playing with cannon more to master cannon like learning when the right time to use his ability is, is like it's a pretty it's it's kind of a steeper learning curve than most of the other abilities are, of course, because you're so exposed when you're using it. Um, mm-hmm. And then finding other ways to use the ability in interesting ways, where like you can run up to a wall and pull it out, and once he says the voice line and everything, if you get to that wall before they do, then they don't know that you have it out. So, like, finding these little nuanced ways to play with cannon does make it more rewarding, and it also makes his ability really, really good. But at the same time, like, if you make it too easy, then people are going to abuse it. If you make it too hard or less forgiving, then people are not going to use it at all, you know? And that's my situation. I don't even... Yeah. Yeah. He's got a good perk layout, but I'll just run his perk layout, but I don't like you. Yeah. If you run really fast weapons like the inject like SMGs or anything, like if you kill somebody and pick up an SMG with it, dude, his a passive is real. Yeah. So for Dallas, he got the adrenaline shot replaced with EMP grenade and also his uh target finder ability. There was a quality of life uh fix for that where it actually refreshes the way that it's supposed to whenever you down someone even if you just snapped on someone and it triggered the ability which is good i hated the fact that whenever you'd play dallas and you had someone highlighted and then you down someone it wouldn't give you the ability back and i also enjoy of course him having the emp grenades it feels really good it feels really solid him having those Mm -hmm. bags so w yeah 
they needed another character with the MPs. Yeah. And now it's going to fit that role. We need one more. I think yeah. we need one more and we'll be solid on it, you know? Yep, I agree. So for Talon, he got a new perk loadout. So uh, he has rare tracker rounds now, rare shredder rounds, rare armor, epic uh, nimble hand, no, epic crack shot, epic padded steps, epic tenacity, legendary life drain, legendary nimble hands. Okay. He and his mag gloves retrieve time was reduced from 0.5 seconds to 0.25 seconds. It's real snappy. You can throw that dart, reveal someone, and you can pull it back so fast to where, like, if you really play that talent, throw the radar dart around play style, then you can absolutely get a lot of intel very, very quickly while using it. I do like it a lot. Yeah. Um, but legendary life drain and legendary nimble hands is absolutely insane on Talon. I'm Just reloading like the weapon. Yeah. He's almost a snap of the fingers. Yeah. Like it's almost as fast as replenishes at this point. Ooh. Oh yeah, exactly. It's like restock or replenish without it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all life drain. You can just go right straight in the armor right after. Yeah. Okay. And track arounds to follow it up. I mean. Follow it up, and then you got yourself a full intel laid out room. Yeah. Then you can just start hitting up on your utilities. Yeah. Talon feels really good. I think that he's like, with this perk loadout, and I do think, in my opinion, that Legendary Nimble Hands needs price inc increase, like, pretty significant. Well, it's 7000 It's really, really cheap. It needs to, like, legendary perks shouldn't be less than 10000 in my opinion, regardless of, like, their usefulness and everything. Because, like, from my experience playing with Talon with legendary nimble hands and then playing characters with Replenish, to activate Replenish, you have to down someone. Whereas with him with DMRs, you can play with him with legendary nimble hands and you get that added bonus where you can take pop shots at someone you can dip back into cover and you can reload three times before they even get to you. Like it's almost better than replenish. Like to me, they should remove replenish and give all the characters that, yeah, legendary nimble hands should slot in for replenish in my opinion. That'd be cool. Yeah. I thought replenish, uh, it was down and elimination. Uh, well, I know that in the last update, they removed the elimination. But I'm not sure if they put it back in. I think they might have because I think Donnie made a video where because back in like back before, if you down someone with replenish and then you walked away from them and someone else on your team thirsted it, you still got replenish off of it. Uh -huh. Yes, yeah. yeah. That's why replenish was so strong. So we'll we'll see it what they did because I haven't played anybody with okay. replenish. Yeah, I agree with you. So I think everybody should get nimble hands. So like people that have like restock, like for example, switch by the legendary restock, should probably get legendary hands. Yeah. You know, that would just make sense because who's the other one's got restock? Since Mac doesn't have it. Is it uh just one more with restock? I can't think of who it is. Uh switchblade. No, I said that was I said switchblade. Uh did you did you guys restock? No. 
Somebody, one more has restock. There were three people with restock. I can't think of it. It was Max Switchblade, and I can't think of him. Either see. way, they just swap them out with Nipple Handle. Restock currently is Kestrel, Switchblade, and Glimpse. It's Kestrel. And Glimpse. Well, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, swap them out with all Nipple Hands. So I'm looking at nimble hands right here, and this is what should happen. Either quick hands should be slotted into nimble hands, and they should adjust the times on it, like the percentages. But legendary is 40%, epics 30, rares 20. Increase the cost of legendary from 7,000 to 10,000. Increase the reload speed to 45%, and then up epic to 5,500 and increase it to 35%, and then increase rare to 4500 and increase it to 25%. And I think that it would be and get rid of replenish and I think it would be fine. That's all they would have to do in my opinion. Yeah. But it would nerf all the people that have replenish but I mean, that'd be okay. Yeah. You know, like oh. for example chalk. Yeah. <laughs> but chalk's already strong enough, so Exactly, that's what yeah. I mean. Like, that's exactly why he needs nimble hands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, LMGs, we did get the mall uh, changes in this where the base weapon headshot damage was reduced from 24 down to 22. They removed the ADS movement speed upgrade from the rare, epic, and legendary upgrades. They included a negative 5% movement speed reduction to the weapon. They also included this uh, to the, they added this to the conviction. And the accuracy bloom behavior was changed to fit the LMG identity. The Maw is still a very, very good weapon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it might be better now hip-firing it because of yeah. how forgiving it is, you know? Yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. And the negative 5% movement speed reduction is something that is not very noticeable. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't feel it. It doesn't mean it's not there, but I don't feel it. Yeah. I used quick. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like I'm, they need to up it, in my opinion. As I say, you still run over people and then get away. So, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can wipe out three people, and that fourth person is trying to shoot you, and you can still go around the cover in time. Yeah. So I do like the direction that they're trending with this, like, but I think that the mall needs to have more shots fired before it centers perfectly um, to kind of like maybe that and the conviction as well. Conviction fires slower, so it makes sense why it's positioned where it's positioned at. But you can get it like after five to seven shots with the mall, you it's pinpoint accurate again. And like, I know that five to seven shots is downing someone. But whenever you're getting pushed by three people, by the time you get through with that gunfight, like it's well beyond pinpoint accurate. You know what I mean? So and like, like you just hold it. Yeah, exactly. You got ninety nine bullets. Like, yeah, one hundred eight full, fully want. Yeah, upgraded with gunsmith. Yeah, you can just be really nutty with that. Yeah. So and hopefully, like I'm, I really want another LMG added into the game at some point soon. Like, I'm tired of running both of the... I'm tired of running the mall. I'm tired of running the conviction. I want something else, you know? So. Uh, that, do what? 
I said, give me more. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, so the SMGs, the objection got the level one upgrade that increases the magazine size up to 40, and the D40C, they fixed the level two upgrades reload speed. Uh, the objection getting the, the 40 mag size increase. It's one of those things where it's like, did we really need it? I thought the objection was nutty with 30. Yeah, it's, do we really need it? The only way that oh, I man. feel like it needed is if they change and get rid of replenish and respawn. Yeah, agreed. Then it'll be fine. That'd be yeah. fine. But right now, no. Yeah. And like, the D40 needs to have that ammo count drop back down. And if you're going to give yeah. them 50... If you're going to give them 50 bullets, put it in the upgrades. Don't give them 50 by default. It's an LMG at this point. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> there's running around the map burning people. It, it, it's either reduce the ammo count or reduce the damage. Like you can realistically fight two team fights with 50 bullets. Because, mm -hmm. like, medium to close range you're doing 15 damage per shot most most people only have 100 hp so like realistically you can fight two gunfights with the d40 without having to reload it and still be alive and still be successful it's crazy and i know like but yeah it's too strong right now yeah and i know that that's not factoring in like you know misses and all that kind of stuff but like with the way that the the accuracy for the gun works now you don't yeah. miss <laughs> so i don't as know as long as your tracking's on point most likely not yeah exactly but that's like a lot of them now too because i mean you can do that with a knot too and that's 20 bullets less and it can rip and tear yeah well 30 whenever you first purchase it Oh, so it's already yeah. See this one, it just upgraded, and it just becomes a haymaker, dude. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> so the EMP, the damage to deployables, has been increased from three hundred to six hundred. And also, there's another thing with the EMP here, and I don't know if this is a bug or if this is intended, but you can EMP your team's stuff now and destroy it. Oh, yeah. FYI. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. So. Yeah, but it will EMP uh, delete two and like two EMPs will delete an anvil shield, which is which is good, especially like High Castle Omega is a perfect opportunity. Like, <sighs> there's so many doorways that that anvil shield is fits perfectly inside of it, and if you yep. know if you know that going into it, and they have glitch band. Or whatever, you can pick up to a rogue or a rogue in a runway and you can double EMP that and get rid of it. So well, that's kind of nutty that like EMPs can't stop barricades. Even can't, with the upgrade. You know you gotta have two of them? Yeah, it's twelve hundred. Yeah, see so that's what you gotta have two of them. Like what if you don't have a runway, but you run an EMP character? You gotta wait for it to cool down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Like, damn. Playing the attack. Yeah. So the perk uh, reworks or updates, uh, rare nimble hands reload and, and swap speed has been improved from 10 to 20%. 
and quick hands price increase from 7500 up to 9000 Pretty sure quick hands is just an epic perk. There's no other variations of that perk that I'm aware of. So it's crazy that epic quick hands is the same, is more expensive than the legendary nimble hands. The difference. Uh, quick hands allows you to increase weapon swap speed, reload speed, and reload while sprinting. I don't oh, know. So I so it has Berserker and Nimble Hands equipped to it? That's what that is? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Just remove that. Well, my thing is, is like, make remove Berserker, remove Nimble Hands, make and quick... quick hands? Yeah, yeah. And, and have it at three different versions. You've got the 20%, 30%, and the 40% version of it. And then everybody that has Berserk can get something else like Stalker or Evade that's like in the rare. Yeah. You know, or something. Yeah. Exactly. So it doesn't make sense to have one perk that does two perk things and then have certain robes have it. Yeah. Oh. The same thing with Spotter and then Legendary Tracker. Like, just give people Legendary Spotter. If Dallas is going to have Legendary Spotter, give Seeker Legendary Spotter. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And the last thing here, uh, game modes. So demolition, we intend on cleaning up the interaction rules around the bomb. As we know, the current set has some exploitive use cases. The This initial change will put us one step closer. So the interaction distance to defuse the bomb has been reduced from 2.8 meters down to one meter, which there's a bug in the game now where if you if you if you plant the bomb close to a wall, then you can't defuse the bomb again. This bug is back in the game. In fact, and to me, it sounds like they increased the defuse radius of the bomb to get rid of that bug to begin with. Because remember, that bug happened way back in the day when you had to be right on top of the bomb to be able to defuse it. So it sounds so they were like. Also try- I guess they were just trying to prevent people from defusing so far away. Yeah, they're trying to they stop the, the jump yeah. diffuse. The yeah. jump and the stretch diffuse. And we talked about that in the last broadcast. It's like these competitive players are finding any way they can to exploit the game to its fullest, yet they want to ban people for stretch diffusing. That anyway in the game. It's stupid that they're like they they want to exploit the game to the point where they're climbing on stuff that they shouldn't even be able to climb on to get advantages on people, but God forbid someone be behind a piece of cover and defuse the bomb that's two feet away from them. Crazy. Uh and they put King of the Hill back uh in custom games. So there's that. So I think that this if I had to rate this update personally, on a scale of 1 to 10, based on everything that they've done here. Event pass, ranked, uh, increasing the level cap, rogue changes, weapon changes, and everything. I'd give it a solid 6 out of 10. I was thinking of 6. I think that... That event pass is... Yeah. I think if the... The event pass single-handedly has taken three points off of it. Exactly. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, it is killing it. Like, yeah. it kills your score. You only got saint, and then you got to depend on those uh, those diamond 
boxes to like get your good skins. Yeah, right. <laughs> so sure, I guess that what makes the event pass up, but you don't get to decide who you get for those skins either. So you just get what you get. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm six out of ten. Like I think that if the event pass would have been better, if ranked wouldn't have been disabled, and uh, if there were a couple of more weapon changes like specifically with smgs and ars then i think that it would have been if there would have been more smg and ar changes in this update and we still got the same event pass it would have been a 10 out of 10 but at the same time like there were certain times in the last update where the assault rifles felt really 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 good but the majority of the time they felt really bad, and I don't know if that was server issues or what. You know what I mean? So, well, how are they feeling for you now? Well, I mean, I've been running the mall pretty much you've since they running. Yeah, Jew. That's yeah, right. you've been trying to master her. But I did run Canon um, with the KA, and it didn't feel bad. Like, it it felt nice. better. Yeah. The KA oh, hit fire on it. Good. Yeah. 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 So, Dude, as long as the servers are fucked up, I ain't ever going over a seven. Well, yeah, that's true. Forever yeah. seven. Forever seven. Yeah. <laughs> so, and and that that's the thing. That's something that in the stream that happened today, Jared said that the oh. so this is the three dot two patch, right? So the three dot three patch, which will be the next event pass patch, will be a patch that is focusing on server stability, Ooh. possible Ooh. matchmaking, other quality of life issues that are affecting players like when? in the, the core fundamentals of the game, you know? When is, when is this? It, yeah, so it'll be six weeks from this past Ooh. Wednesday. So it'll be the middle. No, nah, that'll it'll be the mid patch. No, nah, the mid patch will be the next. Yeah, it'll be the next one. Yeah, the next major update. So, yeah. you did you watch the stream? I yeah, a chance to. some of it. How did that uh, custom matchmaking go this time? Was a little better. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they got in there. Yeah, but anyway, y'all ready for the community section? Yep, certainly. All right, guys, this is the community section of the unofficial, official, unofficial Rogue Company podcast. If you want to contribute in any way, you can hit us up on Twitter at Broadcast. You can shoot us an email, broadcast at gmail.com, or you can join the Discord server. The link will be in the description down below. But first up here, this is just something that I thought was kind of hilarious. This is a, this dude, Ice De Samurai, posted this. A crate in Battle Zone killed me. And like I'm gonna try to up, I'm gonna he try stuck to, on it. No, he stands on it and it launches him off the map. Wait, oh. yeah, watch this. Whoop! It did. Yeah, straight off the map, dude. Bad, dude. I would be so irate. Look at him. He's like, I'm gonna get in this box right here. Bloop. I mean, dude, could you imagine? What if this was a I don't tournament? Know if I do that. Yeah, <laughs> battles on tournament. So yeah, <laughs> I thought I thought was I thought that, that was funny. So I had to throw that in there just to get just to get you know the community section rolling trending in the correct direction. You know what I'm saying? 
So next up, we have a post by uh, Gianniaca. Gianniaca? I don't know. Gianniaca? I don't know. Update from Jared about rank. So this is what Jared, this is what we were talking about earlier. Hey, rogues, until we can resolve the issue for rank placements, we have disabled the rank queue in order to limit the number of affected players. We apologize for the inconvenience. Once resolved, we intend on resetting rank placements so that all of our players can have a fair shot and be placed correctly. Also want to reiterate that this rank season is intended to run until the start of 3.5 to give our players time to compete and climb the leaderboards and earn their rewards. If you have any questions, let me know. So he lets us know here that 3.5 is when they're going to reset everything. We're in 3.2 right now. The next major update in six weeks will be 3.3, 3.4, so 6.12. So what, 18 weeks of ranked? So four and, a, four and a half months. Well, so give or take. So what I just heard. That's what I just heard. To reach five hundred. Yeah. To reach the top five hundred, which makes sense because if they reset it, then so we're in April right now. So that'll yeah. May, June, July, August. So August will be around the time frame that it'll get reset, and so you'll have August, September, October, November. Possibly into de December. So we'll have basically two rank seasons left for the rest of the year. Which I'm fine. It should be like that anyway, in my opinion. Yeah. You know? So I'm about it. Like I yeah. said, that gives us a lot of time to grind. Exactly. Right. So next up here, we have a post by Fiends. Step in the right direction, but dot, dot, dot. I'm happy in seeing the recent effort the dev team has put into the game as of late. Gun balancing is actually quite good right now. SMGs, ARs, and LMGs know their roles. Rogue balancing is better. No rogue is useless, slow, or weak. Yet no rogue is completely overpowered without weakness to a degree. The dev team is also fixing maps, adding stat tracking, which I'd begged for for years, and mentioned they would have more consistent updates. So I really think Jared the lead dev because i do appreciate the changes but we have a serious issue with servers to the point all the good that the devs have done might be overshadowed by the fact a large portion of the player base can't finish a match the amount of yeah. times network disconnect has occurred during a match this last week has been more than the entirety of me playing this game and if that's not the main issue, the rollback lag seems to be the worst it's been since launch. Yeah. Can fixing these issues be priority going forward for future updates and patches, please? So Jared responded to this one day ago and said, we're currently investigating and fixing any issues that we can find with the servers that we are able to resolve. You guys help me. You guys help me be loud enough to make these efforts happen sooner. Keep giving us data whenever you encounter server issues. Recordings and match IDs are the most helpful here. Well, so I, was, I was like looking at that and not seeing that as not an issue, you know? Well, I, th well I think what it is is like, okay, so you have Smite, Paladins, uh, DKO, Rogue Company, and then Realm Royale, all that kind of stuff, right? You have all yeah. that kind of wrapped on, and you've got, I'm assuming, I don't know this for certain, but I'm assuming that there's one team that is dedicated to maintaining servers for all of these games. All of those? Oh, yeah. shit. 
So you, so you have to imagine that like the priority naturally is going to be, okay, who's having the most severe server issues at the moment, whereas the servers are down or they're really, really struggling. And also which property nets the most dollars. Yeah. And, but with providing data back to the developers, that way Jared can go back and be like, Hey, like I'm not bullshitting. Here's 400 complaints today of server issues. Here's 50 videos of server issues. Here's a hundred match IDs of server issues. Can't fix the game. If you don't help me fix this. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So it's good that he responded. And it's also good that like he's pushed it to a point now, like in the live stream, we were talking about where they're going to be really focusing on ironing out all of the issues with servers and all that other stuff in, in that update, which is like, they really, in my opinion, they kind of should have started off this new balance trend with like, we're going to address servers. We're going to address matchmaking. We're going to address like core things in the game and do like a quality of life update along with maybe, yeah, maybe some optimization wouldn't hurt anybody. But a while. It would be nice if I could play a game against two Vi's without dropping frames like crazy. Just saying, you know, so. They're like, play rank, so there's only one. Yeah, right. Banner. It's like, okay. So, but I'm, I'm, I agree with uh, Fiends here that, you know, there's a lot of good that is happening, whether I agree with the direction that some of the things have gone or not, like with the SMGs and all that kind of stuff. It's trending in a good positive direction and you see more with that you see more versatility in game and you see more weapons than we used to see because like remember three or four months ago when it all we saw was lmpx ka30 hydra you know what i'm saying like arbitrator you only saw like specific weapons from specific weapon classes now we're seeing a lot of d40s 24s's lmpx is still popping up like you've got Hydra, Sahara, KA-30, Riptide. Like, you have a good mix of stuff that people are using whenever you see weapons laying around. So, it is working. It is going in the right direction. Whether I agree with some of the choices or not, it's better. So, can't deny that. Next up was matchmaking changed. So, this was posted by Pacifico and Lime. All right. Matchmaking feels way better. I didn't see any notes about it in the three wishes, so I don't know if I'm hallucinating and wanted to check with everyone on here. I used to play as the only positive player on my team and strike out, get MVP every match, and lose every match. Suddenly, this patch, the team seemed balanced. What about you guys? And a lot of people are saying no. Some people are saying same boat as you. Me finishing the match with 30 plus downs. The rest of the team has five or less. It definitely feels different to me after the update. My team seems even out a bit. I think they reset. However, it's calculated. So the matchmaking is more or less random at the moment, which creates a higher quality of game, ironically. So there's a lot of different theories and things that are going out, going around in here. But I mean... I haven't played anything other than the new map queue. So I can't, yeah, I can't vouch for, you know, whatever, like demolition or 
well, quick play's not in there right now, but I, I can't vouch for any of those. Um, but what I can say is like the matchmaking for that queue with the new map feels similar to the, the, the quick play queue where like you're going to get on a team. You might get lucky and have a close match occasionally like that, uh, demo match that we had earlier, or you're going to get steamrolled or they're going to get steamrolled. So I am interested not, and I'm going to mess around with it probably tomorrow and see how demolition feels on there. So, because if they did do something with that, who knows? Next up, we have a post here by Sylvan, Sylvan Kiwi or Sylvain Kiwi glitch rework suggestion. Okay. Glitch is problematic. He is broken in some cases versus uh, a trench anvil juke talon, for example, and kind of useless in others versus a scorch switchblade Dallas Dima team, for example. He is also not very interesting to play with and frustrating to play against. Here's how I would change his gadget. It would now have two modes. For the first mode, uh, you would have to target a gadget by aiming at it, like Dahlia ability. The said gadget would then turn allegiance and be on your team. Barricades yeah. and barbed wires couldn't be targeted. Uh, the first one, for obvious reasons, and the second one, because I feel like it would be hard to choose a target to hack if you have barbed wires all over the place. Uh, the second mode would just hack the other players like it does now, but wouldn't affect deployables at all, which would have two charges of his ability. The second mode wouldn't cancel active abilities like Seeger, Cannon, Glimpse, Umbra that are already in use because EMPs already do that, and it's super frustrating, especially if Glitch has two charges. The hack would now be instantaneous, so it could be used against Saint. Um, Glitch's perks would probably have to be changed in some way to go with the rework. It would be a good occasion to finally team color APS. Yeah, well, I We've agree. We've talked about that before. Yeah. You know, like on COD, when you hack a trip mine. Yeah, it, it swaps sides, yeah. What if you had a, you could upgrade your hack? Mm hmm You know what I mean? You could spend a little money on it. Yeah. And then if you hack that stuff, it's yours now. Yeah. And it doesn't change color. <laughs> I would really change. like that. Yeah, I know. Because, like, here's the thing, like, with most runways that we play play against is like they're going to snipe they're going to throw their trip mines far enough behind the cover so that they still get triggered but you can't see the lights they're going to run back and forth between them if you could hack those things and make them yours it would Even be in the briefcase yes oh could you imagine you could hit i mean why not huh, that would be insane dude i would love that um, I think having two modes will be a little confusing for players, especially newer players that are coming into the game. But like something that someone suggested in the live stream was like, whenever you pull the tablet out, it shows all of the rogues, of course. And then it shows like all of the deployed things that are on the mat. Why can't it show in the list of names that you're playing against, like who is using active abilities at that time? That way, that way, if you're playing against Scorch and she's on the other side of the map, but she's revved up, you can see that on the pad and be like, oh, she's revved up right now and she's pushing the point. I can go ahead and shut that down, you know, or same thing with Sigurd, you know, I thought that that was an interesting idea. 
here's something that just kind of came to mind though. So glitch, the idea of glitch is to hack the enemy and destroy enemy stuff. Right. And, and we've talked like, well, what if you could flip it to where like glitch took ownership of that stuff, like the trip mines, this, that, and the other, why can't I hack my teammates to give them better stuff? Like, why can't, like, all four of us are playing. I'm playing with Glitch. You upgrade the trip mine or something? Yeah, like, if, all right, if you're playing with Dima and you've got a frag grenade, why can't I hack you and give you a better grenade? Well, like, yeah, why? and it doesn't stay that way. It's just part of the hack. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it could be little nuance thing, like the explosion size is increased. Yeah. You know, you know or whatever. And that would be something that you could directly, you could do it to directly influence your team without the enemy team knowing about it. So, I mean, it's just, that's something that just kind of came to mind because that would be kind of yeah, nutty. Cool. Yeah. But like he's hacking stuff. Realistically, if he could hack anything, then why couldn't he hack your teammates and make your oh, teammates stuff you better? Upgrade path. Yeah, exactly. Hey, that's all that. Hacker. Yeah. That's all it would have to do. I'm just going to upgrade it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. There's a lot of things that they could do with glitch in my opinion. Be big on him. Yeah, for sure. Next up here, this is a post by complexity fanboy. One player shouldn't ban both characters. You'd get, uh, you'd just get trollers who ban both revivers or two snipers or per pretty much anyone they hate playing against personally. Makes it less about metagame and more about whatever the leader likes or dislikes. I think that this is an interesting idea. This is an interesting conversation I have because, like, if you're going in raw by yourself alone, yeah, then of course it's going to be someone that that person doesn't want to deal with. There are ways to communicate with people, but at the end of the day, that person has the ability to pick whoever they want to ban. I do not ban the person you want to play. It's like, I want to play this person. Don't ban that person. Yeah. I think one thing that would kind of like, that there's, there's a couple of things that they could do with the ranked system that would make it more interesting, in my opinion. The first thing that I think that would be awesome is like, why can't you suggest people to ban or why yeah. can't you vote on who you want to ban? Vote would be good. Yeah, the vote would be perfect. Like if we're if I'm hopping in by myself and I don't want to play against Lancer, I can just go ahead and pick her and that's one vote for. Her. And then whoever else wants to join in on the party, yeah. bam. Like, yeah, get rid of that. Once you yeah. get three. Yeah, she's gone. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then why can't like and I know that the way that the dr draft pick is set up is like this way, but like with the way Garbo's experienced this a lot, where if you pick a character, sometimes it'll swap the character for you, right? Yeah. Or well, what happens is most of the time is like if somebody picks, picks a character, character, as I pick the same character, yeah. it will let them pick the character. I get locked out. I can't pick a character. Oh, or if I banned, a character, it won't let me pick a character after I ban. Right. So, Problem. why can't, like, let's say that someone isn't, like, 
paying the most attention or whatever, and they pick someone on accident. Let's say that they pick Anvil. And they're like, I suck with Anvil. I don't want to play Anvil. Well, who do you want to play? Well, I want to play with Chuck. Okay, I'll pick Chuck. Why can't we trade? Like, why can't we trade? Like, maybe, you know, like I said, maybe somebody's like, like the way that the picks and stuff works, like everybody has the opportunity to get in there, but maybe someone isn't paying attention. Maybe they drop their controller and it automatically selects someone for them. Like, there's a lot of situations that come up, bugs, other issues where they get locked into somebody that they don't. It's like when we were playing customs the other night and this, and one of the dudes that was playing was like, yeah. I'm not doing good because I don't ever play with Anvil and I got bugged out and I couldn't pick anybody. Well, I would have swapped with him. I don't, you right. know, I don't care. It's Anvil. So, but yeah. it would be nice quality of life change there. I'd like a vote. I would I'd love like a vote. That. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. So the next post, actually the last post here, is by uh, uh, Kian Kang or Kian Kang. He he swings by the streams every now and then, but this is a very interesting topic here. Four rogues with perk changes. So this is going to be a little bit longer, but we can kind of break it down here. Uh, glimpse. Glimpse ability can quickly get in and out of a of an invisibility cloak. This can already put her ahead of other rogues and deal devastating amounts of damage while being stealthy, fitting very well for her silent but deadly title. So replacing restock with hunter and tracker rounds can make her identity as a true genetically modified assassin. She can also swap and reload her weapons or gadgets quicker after decloaking since there are many ways to counter her. Please, I want her ability to reveal or indicate enemy locations so my team can get intel from Glimpse. I agree with that. Like It would be cool if you could share that information. A uh, rare hunter replaced with rare gadgeteer, rare tracker rounds replaced with rare nimble hands, and legendary restock replaced with legendary spotter. I don't hate that. I, I don't. It's like some more intel. Yeah, I it don't. Gives, it gives that. It gives that little. Uh, you know, she can't tell people with the detection thing, but like she can shoot them. Yeah. Right. Enough said. So I, I don't dislike that at all. Yeah, it also gets rid of restock, which would yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's already a nutty rogue. I don't know if she needs mm. Yeah. Yeah. You can get away with it, especially if you're running SMGs. Yeah. So Dallas, Dallas plays the hunter role generally when he's on attack. He follows a high risk, high reward, or low reward, depending on both teams' course of action. With his demanding weapons and target finder ability. Dallas can be the brains and the brawn of the team, though if skilled enough, downing enemies back to back successfully will allow Dallas to constantly reveal other enemies to ensure victory against the opposing team. To identify his role, removing Spotter and giving him bounce back is crucial due to his survivability on past duties when he was a state trooper under law enforcement. Uh, padded steps for Dallas is essential due to having due to his hunting and tracking experience on wild game. Since his passive can recharge his ability upon downing an enemy, tracker rounds will not be alongside for Dallas. So he's replacing rare stalker with rare hunter, epic bounce back with epic padded steps, and legendary spotter with legendary bounce back. So this is kind of like Dallas used to have padded steps. 
Well, yeah. He, he used to have Hunter as well, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> yep. Um, but that would be slotting like he I don't think he, he has armor, but he doesn't have bounce back, right? He doesn't. He don't have bounce back. Right. Yeah. So basically what he wants to do is to slot in a stem in the perk position and keep an EMPs on him. What changing this up this way. But what is Dallas's other legendary Hold on. It's spotter and uh oh god. I'm is it up. is it stalker? Or crack shot. Crack shot. Crack yeah, shot. Which <laughs> which at this point, since armor like the speed and toughness system doesn't exist and armor is not like they're kind of scaling armor back on some of the rogues. Do we really need crack shot anymore? I don't think so. I mean, it breaks DMRs. It breaks everything, you know, to an extent. But especially DMRs. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I think that if they left him with legendary spotter and gave him legendary bounce back and then I don't think he should have padded steps. I think he should have evade. Yeah. Be nice. Because okay. yeah. that's what the stem provided anyway when you hit it, healing him and movement speed. So yeah, the evade could be the movement speed. Yeah. Just don't give him bounce back. I don't think he needs back. He's really strong. Well, if they gave him bounce back, then he would have they would have to slot out Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, Dallas has bounce back. No, he does. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah, he's what? got it. It's, only it's an perk epic. Clip. He's got rare. Yeah, is it epic oh, or rare? It's oh. epic. Yeah, oh, it's he's epic. got it. Yeah, it's right between quick hands and guns. Yeah. So yeah, if if they if they removed crack shot altogether, bump bounce back up to legendary, removed armor, gave him evade. They could bump shredder rounds up to epic, and then they could slot another perk in on the rare. Yeah, I mean they could they could give him whatever at that point, but you know what they need to give him a fucking state trooper skin. Yeah, I know right. they gave him the rig skin, but but still though, you I know? didn't know he was a state trooper. Yeah, I yeah, for real. Like, what? And I went to the yeah. bio, and I'm like, he was a state trooper. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. doesn't make sense, but right, yeah, give him right. a motorcycle state trooper uniform. He needs it, yeah. Yeah. Give him the T2. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude. The liquid Terminator skin? Why cool. not? Well, yeah. Since they've got Rambo, they should do more 80s action. Oh, for sure. I think it fits in perfect. They the... can pull that off without having license. Yeah, for sure. Generic cop, yeah, helmet, yeah. They can make do like a little emo where you like there's a wake look or something. That melts, yeah. yeah. Melts there comes back, yeah, yeah. I mean, really cool. And dude, he melts into that, and you know how like Arnold sticks stuck his hand out and gave the thumbs up. He yeah, st- he sticks his hand out and snaps. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. It, it reforms. Yeah. When he's, yeah. yeah, when he snaps, he yeah, yeah. There you go, Rogue. Yeah, that was for free. <laughs> you know, call James Cameron. Um, 
for Kestrel, giving her a rare life drain doesn't fit her as a true duelist since she can only carry one adrenaline shot. Kestrel will be able to take care of multiple enemies simultaneously by increasing the amount of health she gains during chaotic situations. This will also show her identity as well throughout the whole community towards new players if they are gravitating someone who can deal insane damage. Just because her name is based off of some type of bird doesn't mean she needs stealth with padded steps. She's aggressive and plays more alongside, uh, though, as a breacher than an intel. Her ability is already powerful enough to where it's unnoticeable until you get hit by the impact of it. I get it. Kestrel is probably the first duelist intel assassin in the game. But she doesn't even have tracker rounds to reveal enemies. So what's the point of padded steps if everybody is just aggressively running all the time as Kestrel? So rare life drain replaced with rare berserker and epic padded steps replaced with epic life drain. I mean, that's not a crazy thing to ask for, in my opinion. I, mean, but, I don't think she needs padded steps either. because She is like exactly what he said, a breacher slash duelist style. Yeah. And like... <clears throat> She already has a replant or a restock, right? Yes. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't think yep. Berserker would be the right thing to throw in there, but let me look at her real quick. Okay. Got a vague. Got a vague, rare, wild. Yeah. Yeah. Shred around. Let's Restocking Shredder was good. Yeah, her kit's really? always been good. Well, they could. And when I play her, I pick. I get the padded steps. You just be padded stepping around the corner with that. Right. So here's what I would do. if it was up to me. This is what I would do. I would get rid of padded steps and bump evade up to. Um, epic. Epic slot. Yeah. yeah. And then rare, I would give her um, gunsmith. Okay. Give her just a little bit because she's got the knight as her. For the SMG, yeah, because yeah, she's got mm -hmm. the knight. And then she's Long got clip. restock in there so that it feeds directly into it. And I think that, like, I do like the idea of bumping life drain up as well, but I feel like evade, a faster evade can almost offset life drain. If you know if you're using it correctly, you know what I mean. You, you can pair that up with a stem too. Yeah, and she'll be fast as fuck, boy. It should be, yeah, it should be mm -hmm. fast. Yeah. So that I mean, I think the life drain's fine because yeah. then most of the time I run the stem because her main ability is the bird shit, and it's so powerful. It's like, yeah. well, I don't need I don't need bounce grenades. I can just plop yeah. that on the corner, and then yeah. I got stem. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, Seeker, this last one. Seeker is overwhelmingly too powerful with his tracker rounds and his reveals. <laughs> to minimize everything, I think Gunsmith can come in handy alongside with the existing life drain perks since he has no way to replenish ammo. I replace Nimble Hands with Berserker and Berserker with Quick Hands because I think it's kind of intuitive to decide whether you want to get one perk or another during matches when you can get both in one go. This is where I had a difficult time to decide whether Seeker becomes fast or he can carry more ammo. So I place Gunsmith on Rare and Evade on Legendary to bring back his playstyle. 
which is explosive and nimble on his feet. So he's saying rare berserker replaced with rare gunsmith, epic nimble hands replaced with epic quick hands, and legendary tracker rounds replaced with legendary evade. This is something that I don't necessarily agree with. Got crack shot. Exactly. That and that's what I was fixing to say. I, yeah. I think that you could draw you leave him with legendary tracker rounds. And I know that like he's got the sticky sensor, he's got tracker rounds, and he's got the arrow. I think that he is the reveal character yes. that they need to bring the other Intel characters up to, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, he revealed the whole team. Exactly. He does. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Dude, I love his legendary tracker round. Yeah. So, like. And, and, like <sighs> people hate it, dude. They get so pissed off. Like, I've done it to you, Griffin, where you've gotten pissed off and you. You're yeah. like, dude, what is this, like a refill fest? And I'm yeah. like, no, man. I'm yeah. you, dude. I just keep pinging you. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that, like, get rid of crack shot altogether. Because he's got DMRs. He's got assault rifles. He doesn't need crack shot. Drop crack shot out of the equation. I don't. Anybody need crack shot? <laughs> I don't it's think what, so. They you know did I mean? that with a lot of the DMR characters. They gave people legendary crack shot. Yeah. yeah. I, I still don't ever buy it though. That's the pattern. Yeah. Like, you can see that. They did that with Dallas. They did that with uh, Seeker. There's another one that runs DMR. Like okay. at one point, didn't Fixer have legendary crack shot? Yeah. I think he still does. I mean. No, the rogues that have access okay. to crack shot now is Dahlia, Dallas, Phantom, Seeker, Talon, and Umbra. Guess yeah. what? All, All of them run DMRs. Except for Phantom. Yeah. You know, Who has a sniper rifle. Yeah. She used to, <laughs> used to run DMR. Yeah. Because she used to have the air, and then they swapped her to the ARs. Yeah. So that's probably why she has crack shot. Yeah. And I, a lot of people are complaining about like DMRs being too powerful with the SMGs the way they are. I don't think they're too powerful. I nah, think that crack shot is too powerful. Yeah, yeah, it's, dude, because the riptide with crack shot is fucking insane. Well, fifteen percent headshot damage to something that does seventy-two damage at base on the headshot yeah. is yeah. insane. You know, so you turned well, it into a DMR like real quick. So, but I don't dislike the idea of giving him legendary evade, but I think that with his kit right now, so if you just replace legendary crack shot with legendary evade, he's got armor, he's got life drain, he's got all the reveals, like Ooh. it would make him very, very, very powerful. Yeah. yeah. So like maybe. He's already powerful, but it he's would help. Like, yeah. Crack shot with that Aaron dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. that's tough Ooh, when you run into that. Yeah. You can tell it's like, oh, it hurts. It's just another sniper rifle. Yeah. It hurts, and he's and the still, hip fire on it. Yeah, and he's still got uh, epic lifeline. Yeah, does he really need epic lifeline though? He's playing as your intel slash support. Well, that that's true. Okay, so then give Lifeline at a legendary level. Like he's more of an intel Ooh. character. He is, but like he also was like he was in the support before Did he, he moved slotted in that new support thing. Okay, he, he was. was, yeah, he was, oh. yeah. But now he's an intel. 
Oh, so like oh was, okay. So they moved. Okay, yeah, well, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, that's why he had Lifeline. That may go away a, then. That's one of the perks I buy with him. Like I buy a tracker for sure, Lifeline, and then uh, there was something else there. Like Lifeline. it's all in a not life train. It's all in a yeah. nice little row. Like they're all. You, you could only have one life. Yeah, either yeah. Lifeline or Life Drain. You can't have both. Yeah, come on now. I'm both. Bro. I'm both. Dude, there's been some clutch moments reviving with him. Yeah. But I mean, how crazy would it be though, like if they gave him legendary lifeline, which would bump Ooh. his his Over healing fifty percent faster. Yeah, dude. Be yeah. like what, three point five? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like and then he could, get up. <laughs> that would make for a very interesting playstyle because like if Let's say that like one of your teammates gets down. You have the arrow, which comes back in like thirty seconds, which I feel like they need to increase the cooldown. But anyway, um, and then what he's got forty five. Yeah, for, I think forty five would be a good starting. The next play. step. Yeah, it would be a good starting point for it. Um, if you do that though, you make him a good a third medic. Yeah, but think about it. He can throw sticky sensor where you got down from. And then he can run up, and he's like, it's going to take me two and a half seconds to heal someone if they push from that position. And you're going to start regenerating health as soon as you get revived. No. Because of the lifeline. Yeah. So I don't think that I don't think that's a bad idea. And maybe, like, move lifeline up to legendary, slot evade in to epic so that he can get to you faster to revive you. And like, get away when they're shooting. Exactly. Ooh, you know? Yes. Yeah. So I mean, that that would be interesting changes right there, in my opinion. I would not mind that at all. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that is uh, that is all the uh, all the community section stuff that I had. I was gonna pull some of those tweets and stuff over from people raising hell about the XP stuff, but like, I'm not gonna waste my time. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm not gonna waste my yeah, time. They gotta just get over it. Like, yeah. What do you What do you want? You I want mean, it uncapped? They want I mean, their cake and they the eat way. it. Yeah, they want their cake and they want to eat it too. You know, so. But this has been episode number 48 of the unofficial, official, unofficial Rogue Company podcast. If you want to contribute in any way, you can hit us up on. Uh, Twitter at broadcast. You can shoot us an email broadcast at gmail.com or you can join the discord server. The link will be in the description down below. There is a broadcast uh, contribution section within the discord. But for this episode, I'm here with co Reed. I'm here with dirt Lord. I'm here with Garbo. And I'm here with Griffin. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for watching and we will catch you guys on the next episode. Episode 50. Have a good one, guys. Can't live with him. Can't live without him. Came back on the block with a rip.